Good evening, everybody, and welcome to The Bully, Overcoming the Worst. This is the newest episode, the first episode of 2020, um, right here on Anchor.fm and anywhere you get your podcast. I'm your host, Thomas, and uh, and I just wanted to uh, uh, sincerely apologize for being gone for so long. Um, I decided to take a holiday hiatus and and got a little busy with my uh, with my full-time actual job. Um and it's kind of uh, kind of consumed my all my extra time, so I haven't really had any of that extra time to uh, to create any content. But here we are, um, you know, episode number five, uh, I, five I believe, five or six um, of of the bully overcoming the worst. And uh, and today I'm going to discuss uh, what I call the emotional bully. And what I mean by that is, uh, is you know, again, this is personal experience, uh, and everything in this is solely based on opinion, uh, based on that experience. But the emotional bully um, is is pretty much the biggest, the biggest and baddest of all the bullies, um, in my opinion. Um, it's the one that tormented me the worst growing up. It's the one that um, really had the most long-lasting effect on me, um, and uh, and ultimately ended in uh in me terminating that relationship because uh because of the uh emotional trauma that I went through and the uh and the toxicity of that relationship uh which is kind of what's going to lead into my next set of podcasts that I'm debuting it's called a root of evil um choosing the top podcast for you <laughs> my Alexa just went crazy from tuning <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, as I was uh, so rudely interrupted by my Amazon Echo. Um, yeah, no, it, it ultimately ended in, uh, in me terminating that relationship. And, uh, and that's what um, my next podcast is going to be about um, uh, the root of evil. I haven't quite got started on on the Tomcast yet. Um, I am looking to do something a little less dark, a little more comical. Um, but I just I need to find some some nice juicy content to create that first episode. You know, I can come out with a bang, and then eventually, uh, eventually, my older brother and I we can get into it together. But until then, I'm going to keep doing this, and I'm going to keep doing what I do here on the Bully. Um, and then telling some more extended stories on the root of evil about toxic relationships and uh, and how I can help those individuals that find themselves in those um, situations with those toxic relationships and how to not necessarily overcome, but how to um, beat that and uh, and remain positive because it is a, it is a very hard thing to remain positive when somebody's always constantly tearing you down and tearing you down and uh and you just can't find that happiness it makes it very hard to find that happiness within yourself um and within your soul and uh and i you know me speaking from personal experiences uh, again you know i i can help with that um because i have um and it took me a while and it was very very hard uh it was a very hard road to travel down and it was very hard to actually um actually do so but um when once I finally did you know you know it's it's the greatest feeling in the world I was able to accomplish so many things and I still am accomplishing so many things without that toxicity in my life without that negativity in my life and uh and 
some people look at me and you know they they see me and 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 say that I'm you know a, a jackass or an asshole for how I've uh, how I've done things and uh, some you know some people even tell me I'm making a huge mistake. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's I'm 30 years old. It's about me and my family and the, per- the preservation of my sanity and my family's sanity too. Um, uh, yeah, their family too. Um, yeah, their friends too. But at the same time, I gotta look out for me, and I gotta look out for those around me that I love so very dearly. I gotta look out for my son. I gotta look out for my wife, and I gotta protect them at all costs. That's what a good father and husband does, um, regardless of the situation. Um, it's all about protection of and preservation of, of family, and uh, and those relationships closest to you. But getting uh, getting back on the bully side of things. Um, the uh, the emotional bully. Uh, this this individual has uh, definitely you know gone through some hard times. Um, had a hard life growing up. Um, had a hard young adult life uh, going through the young adult stages, um, and overall just uh, just had a very very rough life. Um, and I you know I feel for those individuals that that have to go down that path, um, and I feel for those that ha- you know are so psychologically messed up that they need help but you can't tell them that they need help because then they'll do something crazy off the wall to get your attention and and that's really what all it boils down to is attention Uh, once they get that attention that's what they thrive on they thrive on the attention if you give them the attention and uh, and you know pretty much giving them the pity me you know poor me pity me kind of attention that's what they seek um, it makes them feel very good. Um, another thing that makes them feel very good is tearing others down. They, you know, I've always heard misery loves company, and uh, and misery loves company is uh, you know something that is uh, strikingly true. Misery does love company. Um, if a person like that is miserable, they're going to do everything they can to make those around them miserable too, because they don't want anybody to feel any glimpse of, of betterness than they do. And that's definitely not the way to be. Um, you know, it, it's speaking from experience and uh, again, this is all opinion based on, on my personal experiences, but, um, based on my personal experience, it, it scarred me. Um, it tremendously scarred me. It gave me, a, you know, it gave me abandonment issues. It gave me um, emotional issues. You know, I had, I had problems with not feeling the love necessarily that I needed from home. So I, I confided in relationships. Um, and, and those that don't necessarily feel the love at home, that's what, that's kind of what they do. They confide in relationships and, and rely on, on that kind of love to give them the love and attention that they seeked from home. Uh, that they didn't get. And so, um, you know, each relationship I got into, it was real quick and it was real, real deep, uh, from, from my side of things, uh, maybe not from the other parties, but, but from my side of things, it was, uh, it was real deep and real quick. And, uh, and you know, it is very extremely heartbreaking when that person would decide to move on or whatever, or, maybe I was too clingy because I, you know, I, when I was younger and I was in my teens and high school and stuff, I was a very clingy individual because I didn't want 
the good person that was with me to leave me um, because that was the only good that I had during that time. Um, you know, my growing up with my two youngest sisters, um, they always had friends, um, always had friends. It, it didn't matter what time of year it was, who, who it was. It didn't matter if the person moved away. They would, you know, they would have new friends. They would find new friends and they would instantly click and, and be a part of a click. And, and I kind of brushed over this earlier, um, with a different episode, but, you know, growing up in a small town of Nobles, you know, Noblesville, Indiana, everybody had a click. Um, and uh, you either fit in or you didn't. And if you didn't fit in, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's too bad for you. I didn't fit in until my sophomore year when I joined the wrestling team. Um, and I had the, uh, I had the courage to do so. Um, but then, you know, a, a different emotional bully kind of ruined that for me. Um, and, and that was something that I had the courage to go do. And that's something that gave me confidence in myself. And it gave me self, uh, it gave me self-esteem, great self-esteem. Um, I felt great about myself. My, my grades were going up. And, uh, and when it was taken away from me, they instantly plundered back down uh, to where they were. Uh, I'm not going to say I was a bad student. I really wasn't a bad student. I just... I didn't have the self-esteem to care. Um, so I was always asleep in class or I was always just not trying, not doing homework, not trying on tests, not studying or anything like that. I was that individual that just didn't care. Um, and it's, it's not that I really didn't care. It's that I didn't have the self-esteem to care. And, uh, and that's really rough to say. It's really tough to say, but it's the truth. And truth be told, I was a very disturbed kid. I was a very disturbed individual. I had a lot going on. I had a lot going on, um, not just at school, but at home too. Um, I just couldn't get away from it. I couldn't get away from the bullying. I couldn't get away from the neg negativity. I, it was at school when I was at school. It was at the bus stop when I was at the bus stop. And it was at home with different, all with different individuals. Um, and it was at home with, with uh, different individuals at home. And it, and it hurt me. Um, now, recently, uh, due to recent events, um, it, you know, my grandmother passed away right after the last episode, um, in between the last episode and this episode. Um, and my, it, like I said, my original plan was to take a small break, um, a small holiday hiatus, and I was going to be, I planned on being back in January. Um, but a lot's been going on uh, work-wise with my um, personal full-time job that um, it just, it kind of got in the way and clashed and I couldn't, I didn't have time to create any kind of content whatsoever. Um, I, I was lucky enough to have enough time to play a couple of games um, on PC or Xbox if I wanted to. And that was about it. Um, but my, uh, as I was saying, you know, my grandmother passed away shortly after the last episode. And, uh, and when she passed away, it was kind of devastating to me. Um, being part of, uh, three kids from Indiana and, uh, and always having to go out to Oklahoma every so often to go see her and my, my grandpa. Um, you know, we were definitely, definitely spoiled because we didn't get to see them very often. We were definitely spoiled by both of them. And, uh, and I think my, I think when my grandma, I was spoiled the most out of the three of us. Um, 
with my grandma. Now with my papa, uh, totally different story. Um, but with uh, with me, it was I was I was definitely a grandma's boy, and uh, and I, I was I was the one that was spoiled by her. So it was pretty devastating to me when uh, when she passed away. During that time, um, I, I, we took two trips out to Kansas, where she uh, where she had resided, and then we went to Woodward to um, see her ashes be buried. And uh, and during that time, I actually had um, I had one of those that had um, bullied me as a child. Um, right in, right in the vehicle with me. It was, uh, it was me, my wife, and my son, and uh, and this individual. And you know, I love him to death. He's he's the man that raised me. He's the man that I call dad. Um, but he, uh, you know, b- back in the back in the day when I was a kid, he wasn't always the greatest. Um, in fact, he was really never the greatest. Um, I was always his target, and uh, and. You know, it's not like I'm crying or moping about it now. Um, this was just a, him and my mom. You know, they they were the they're the biggest part of the reason why I am the way I am today. Um, they are the biggest part of why I'm scarred. They're the biggest part of why I uh, I view things in the light that I view them. Um, but during this trip, you know, my me and me and my dad, we kind of had like this uh, this moment of impasse. Um, and he, you know, he came out and admitted that he wasn't wasn't the greatest to me, and he knows that. Um, and in his own his own little way, he came out and apologized for it. And uh, and I uh, it, made, it made me feel great. It showed me that he had uh, you know a little remorse for for the way he was to me. And uh, you know, I, I I feel I feel for him in the situation, and I feel he's he's a totally different person now than he was back then. He is the most chill person I've ever met in my life, and he's he's become, you know, one of my best friends. Um, I can come to him and talk to him about anything. Um, if I ever need help, he's there for me, and vice versa. If he ever needs help with with anything, he he knows he can call me, or if even if he wants to just uh, to just chat. Um, you know, and there was a, there was a time that I ended up, uh, during this process of cutting out the negativity and the, uh, the toxicity of the toxic relationship that was with my mother, um, during that process of, uh, of, you know, cutting her out and loving her from afar. It's not that I don't want anything to do with my mom. It's not that I don't love my mom. I do love my mom. She's she's my mother. She'll always be my mother. But for my protection and the protection of my son and my family, I love her from afar. And uh, and someday I'll you know I'll be able to to have the the heart to come. Not, I'm not gonna say come back, but the heart to bring that relationship back to a normal state to where I, I, I but it, until then I just, I can't, um, because there's just so much, it, it built up so much to the point where I just, I couldn't and, uh, and I still can't. And, uh, like I said, you know, I love my mom. My mom, she's, she's my mom. I'm always going to be my mom and nothing's going to ever change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, 
I just want things to change. You know, if things would change, that would be a whole different story. Um, uh, I'm, I'm an individual, I'm 30 years old now and it used to bother me a lot more than it does now. Um, now really I just kind of look at it and it's like, it is what it is, but I, I have so much that I've accomplished in my life and I've some, some of it I've done with that in, involved, but the majority of what I've accomplished now is 100%, 110% on my own with positivity without the negativity without the toxicity and it's something there's stuff that i couldn't have done if i had that involved in my life i i, I was the first in my family to graduate high school awesome great I, I busted my ass to graduate high school i didn't get the credit for it and i didn't get you know what i was promised right afterwards still haven't and i'm 30 years old but you know that's that's neither here nor there but at the same time, I've also accomplished a lot more than that. I was the first in my family to attempt to go to college. I was the first in my family to graduate college with my college degree. That's something that I did on my own without the toxicity tearing me down and without the negativity. If, if I had the support, if I had the proper support and not the mind games, the psychological mind games, that I, that I would have when, you know, I was at home, then things would be a lot different. And, and I know for a fact, this is going to ruffle some feathers. That's, that's not what I'm trying to do, but I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm getting my experience out there. And for those that have uh, lived it or those that are living it now, I just want to let you know that anything is possible. Anything is possible if you cut that toxicity out of your life. You don't need it. You don't need it at all. You can do it without them, without the toxicity, because I did, and I have, and I am. I, I was able to do that. I was able to actively pursue visitation with my son, um, and that's something that I couldn't have done with the toxicity tearing me down it was always an all it was an all the time thing it drained me it drained me physically and i was always tired and depressed and uh and it just it just drained me it drained me of all my energy so i did that i graduated from college i got visitation to my son actively on a regular basis I got promoted at work for the first time ever in my life. I got promoted at work. Um, I, right now, I currently work for a fast food chain. I started off as a crew member five years ago on May the 5th, 2015. Um, I started just May, 10 hours a week, just wiping down tables and taking orders. And uh, and here, flash, flash forward five years later, and I'm, I'm an assistant manager. I'm one of the top performing assistant managers for this company, and I'm set to get my own store very soon. And I've received multiple, multiple, multiple awards from this company for my performance, which continues to improve. And that is something that I could never have dreamed of doing um, when I had that negativity and that toxicity around me. Um, it just it changes your character. So when you have it around you, you tend to be more like that. When you don't have it around you and you're around nothing but positivity and you're around people that support you and love you and do whatever they can to make sure that your dreams are met, then anything is possible and you can do anything that you set your mind to. You can do anything that makes you successful as long as you have the proper support and the proper people supporting you. 
Now, there'll be some, you know, there'll be some that will pretend to support you. But in reality, they're like, they're looking out for themselves. They're kind of leechers almost uh, where, where they pretend to be on your side. And then um, in, in reality, they're, they're just out for them and they're on their side. And, uh, and so you got to watch out for those. Um, but in, in terms of, you know, this, uh, this emotional bully, that's, that's really what it, that's really what it all was, um, the whole time growing up. And, um, I, I'm, I'm stuttering so bad right now. And this is, uh, this is raw footage, raw, I don't, I didn't mean to say footage, but this is raw audio because I'm not going to edit this because I want you guys to hear the change in my voice when I'm talking about this. And uh, you just heard me get a little, emo- a little, uh, n- not emotional, but a little hyped up, I guess you would say. And and now I'm, you know, gonna get a little, a, a little emotional. And I'm thirty, you know, I'm thirty years old. It does, it doesn't matter what other people say or think about me. I'm still gonna show my emotions no matter what, because any real man would. And. Uh, I just, I, I really wish that things were a lot different for me. I really wish that I had that proper support. And, uh, and I, I, if you're going to promise somebody a class ring for graduating high school and they're 30 years old and they still don't have it, that that's, that's, that's a broken promise, you know, and, and broken promises are, it's like, it's going back on your word and, and, Without if that happens, then your word means nothing. Um, I did I did so much. I accomplished so much, and I did it on my own. And then <sighs> only being offered, you know, very little for those accomplishments. It, it hurts. It stings a lot. It cuts and it burns and it scars. And uh, and the worst the worst part of it all is is I I did I, I did nothing but absolutely love each and every individual I still do I I still do with all my heart and it kills me inside that I've had to do this but I've I've gone now all, just almost four three four years and I haven't hardly talked to my mom and and I choose actively not to like I. I, I message her every so often. Sometimes she doesn't message me back. And that's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But at the same time, like I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been emotionally traumatized like I was. And I still have to go talk to somebody about it. And you guys are experiencing what I've like you guys are experiencing firsthand. And listening to what this has done to me and why I am the way I am and why I want to help those that are bullied not only at at school but at home too. Because I know I know that I'm not the only one. And I know it wasn't physical and um it, you know, it wasn't physical with uh with my parents, you know. Sometimes with my dad it did get a little physical. Um but you know, I, at the end, at the end of it all, I do forgive them. 
I just um, can't forget because it's traumatizing. I, I I still revert back sometimes, and I don't mean to. But anyways, um, you know that's uh, this is this is my story, and this is how this is what I did to to overcome this particular kind of bully. I uh, I cut out and removed all negativity and and all toxicity. If they're gonna hold you down and not lift you up, then you don't need them. Um, they only need you, and that's what they want to do. They want to tear you down. They want to keep you down and keep their thumb on you, because they're miserable too, and they don't want you to be happier than they are. They get jealous whenever you do. This is my story. This is uh, this is the bully overcoming the worst. Um, this is really all I have for this episode, and uh, until next time, I you know I'm I'm going to be making stuff for the the root of evil. Um, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be on the same platforms as uh, the bully overcoming the worst. Until then, this is uh, this is Thomas, and I'm signing off. Be on the lookout. Thanks.